Hello and welcome to That Film Stew. I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at The Adam Project. Directed by Sean Levy, The Adam Project is the science fiction action comedy film starring Ryan Reynolds, Mark Ruffalo, and Jennifer Garner. The movie is out now on Netflix, but if you haven't seen The Adam Project yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Ryan Reynolds, time travel. I'm in. Jason, you have the plot. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. Um, after accidentally crash landing in 2022, time traveling fighter pilot Adam Reed, who is, of course, played by Ryan Reynolds, teams up with his 12 year old self for a mission to save the future. We've said before on the podcast that Ryan Reynolds is very good at doing Ryan Reynolds. And he does it very well. What they've managed to do with this film, <laughs> with the young actor, Walker Scobell, wow. This kid acts just like Ryan Reynolds. This kid was freaking me out. Like, it was... Do you know what I was thinking? They've really taken the Marvel de-aging technology too far because oh. Ryan Reynolds looks so young in this film but the this kid is incredible oh it's 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 the mannerisms the performance even the look i mean the general look um it looks like you know like we've seen ryan reynolds fairly young you know back in the two guys and a girl uh you know pizza place kind of days and even like he, he, he look this kid looks like he could turn into that very soft-faced, I'm getting weird, but, um, you know, just youthful. I mean, honestly, like he, yeah, everything he's doing. Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds is going to get older. Watch out. This kid is coming for your job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they say all the time, though, that each time that new up-and-coming actors, this is the new so-and-so. I mean, honestly, I, I couldn't get over it at first. You know, you've got the scene with the bullies opening in the movie, and I thought it was going to be like, just like maybe a little novel thing. No, it's him for the whole movie. And then when you've got him acting alongside Ryan Reynolds, a lot of the time he's more Ryan Reynolds than <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Like he's like he's upstaging him. But I did look into it because I'm like, what is going on here? Because you can see with a movie like this, right? So we've got our main star. We need to cast a younger version of him. But I feel like with what we're getting from this kid, it goes beyond that. It's more than just doing an impression, because as you say, it's it's the mannerisms, it's all of it. What I found, this kid is a Ryan Reynolds super fan. He memorized the entirety of Deadpool 2 by the time he was 11. Probably too young to watch that movie. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously that made him the perfect fit to play a young Ryan Reynolds. So he'd obviously watched Deadpool 2 and he was doing impressions of Reynolds as Deadpool. And here he is, is in insane. this movie. Yeah, well, I mean, I just put it down to, you know, like obviously like, you know, good actor in his own right. And obviously the lines that they've written for him and, and the dialogue is to obviously be a replication of, of I guess, what... Well, the Ryan Reynolds stick, which we're all very familiar with, it's sort of like they were putting that on page and just making this kid say the line, and it was working. But, I mean, I guess it, yeah, if it goes deep in that, there's even, I mean, uh, near the end of the film, there's the bit where 
the kid, like, you know, he picks up the lightsaber-looking thing and he, you know, does the spin. He lands and he says, like, cool, superhero pose. Just like go. Deadpool does. <laughs> Just like, like Deadpool. It's literally the same, the same moment. It's, I was like, that was that for me. I was like, I understood that reference. There we go. It was great. This kid I mean, freaking me movie, out. Like, freaking me out, man. <laughs> I mean, a movie like this, it really can make or break it. Because, you know, you get films where you'll see a character when they're younger and then it'll, you know, it'll flash to the present day and that's it. That kid actor is gone. But yeah, this like, isn't that. Like, like Jennifer Garner actor. in Suddenly 30. <laughs> I thought I'd plant that seed now. I mean, so we yeah, can bring I mean, it up again. Mean, yeah, the movie starring <laughs> Jennifer Garner and Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, we we noticed. <laughs> but yeah, you're right, though. You move past it. But no, like the kid has to be a good version of the actor we're familiar with. Because Especially, they're going to be side by side. Yeah, they're going to be side by side for pretty much the whole movie. Um, and it works well. And you know what I loved about it was that, you know, if you think about when you were a kid and it was like, oh, you know, yeah, I don't know. I think most people would think, oh, you know, I was a bit weird. I was kind of annoying. Like, oh, I hated that I did that. I love the fact that Ryan Reynolds actually, well, like his character, I should say Adam, actually hated the kid version of himself. He was like, I at least at the start anyway, you know, it was very much like, oh, man, like kind of he was uncomfortable. He was like, I don't like this. Like the kid's annoying. I'm an idiot. I hate it, blah, blah, blah. And then it developed from there. But I feel like that's very real. That's what you would yeah. what you would do. You'd be like, this kid is the worst. Like, No, yeah, I can, I can see that. The thing with this movie, right, because it's quite a short movie, really, well, 90, 95 minutes thereabouts. The plot is pretty straightforward, even though we're talking time travel. So you've got Adam, Ryan Reynolds from the future, comes back in time. It's not quite where he wanted to go. He goes too far back and he's trying to find his girlfriend. So that is, so obviously you've got that going on and you're going to have a his bad wife. guy. Yes, his wife, Zoe Zalanda. You've got, and then you've got a bad guy. You're going to have that as well. But, I mean, what he actually is about is family, like kids, parents. And that yeah. part of it is, although, you know, problematic, but it's quite straightforward storytelling. So it's it's delivering a lot of things that there's not too many surprises, but there doesn't need to be. It's It's... Pleasant viewing. Yeah, like, you the, know, all, all the time travel stuff. Like, I mean, there was a bit where it sort of got sort of concept heavy. And, you know, I was like, I was like, ears were sharpened. I was like, okay, what are we, I've got to make sure I'm keeping track of this, just expecting it to get very complicated and, you know, just ugh, like all over messy and stuff. But pretty simple, pretty simple. So, I mean, like, it is, it is. time travel rules. Okay, they work for it. That's the rules of this movie. Cool. I'm on board with it. Um, the movie seemed to stick to it. It didn't do anything to sort of contradict itself. Um, and then I was thinking, oh, look, we might be jumping all over time and messing with it. And I didn't know how crazy this movie was going to get. It didn't really. We're dealing with like three different time periods. Where, yeah, you know, it's straightforward where... time travel. What I was going to say is that the straightforward thing with the family, you know, relationships, and they do a really good job of it. So you've said that old Adam... He doesn't have the best memories and he's like, hey, you know, you're an idiot and all these things. 
And, you know, they both with different opinions of each other. But you're seeing how young Adam is with his mum, Jennifer Garner, and he's like, well, that's obviously going to get rectified at some point. But when it does, it feels good. So like, it's a lot of this movie for me is just it's comfort viewing. But what I found was interesting is that you do forget things as you get older. Like in your perception of things do change. So it was good that they were able to meet somewhere in the middle, young Adam and older Adam. And young Adam's like, no, you're wrong. Like your memories of our dad aren't correct. Like you're not remembering it the right way. And then you've got older Adam, like you need to be there for your mom and like tell her how much you love her. There's, I mean, family is at the heart of this film. So as well as, having, you know, these big sci-fi elements, it is a family drama at the heart of it. And you do get those ambling feels of like an 80s Spielberg movie. They absolutely nailed that feeling in this movie. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is playing E.T. in this in this instance, which is great. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he makes a good E.T. <laughs> but look, you, like you nailed it. It's, it's like that, it's that classic sort of, like there's nothing in here that that is overly new or groundbreaking in terms of like this like storytelling and it's just the simple things of like you know that classic thing i wish i could go back and tell my younger self this when in this instance it's hug your a freaking hug your mum like show your mum that you love her still you know like cuz she needs you right now and then it's sort of like as an adult it's like oh you know i'm, I'm in such a certain way that sometimes you need that you need to rediscover that younger self in you to sort of bring out something else or trigger a memory or whatever it is. It's like, that's pretty much happening here, but just in a literal sense, which is great. Like it, it really works to sort of have those characters have this character. They're two different characters. It, it's pretty mental to have these two characters sort of have their story arcs basically doing that but just in a literal form it's really cool it really is but they're doing the family stuff but then they're doing the sci-fi and the there's a quick explanation for why they're doing what they're doing so an older self and a younger self well i need you to come with me to the future you're like well that's ridiculous and risky like what if something happens to him in the future but then what they're saying in the film is the ship won't work for Brian Reynolds because he's injured. He needs young Adam to help the ship. So, okay. So there's quick solutions for why they need to do what they're doing. Yeah. Like it, it really does, does a, it, it does a, the movie does well with like plot hole covering. They fill in all those holes, like any sort of, I mean, I'm sure that if I really went into it, there's, there's probably a few things I could pick out, but for the most part, I'm like, no, no, they, they've got an answer for things. There's a reason it's why. It's time travel. There's there's always, there's always holes that you can yeah. find. I've got to be honest. When you've got Reynolds in the bar and he's there with Jennifer Garner, his mum, and they start chatting, he's showing an interest, he's giving good advice, and she's smiling. I was having flashbacks of Back to the Future all over again of <laughs> Lorraine coming onto her son. Fortunately, we didn't get that here. But that was a good moment. He got to he got to connect with his his mum again and and speak on behalf of his younger self. But as well as the mum, the dad, Mark Ruffalo. I think we have to wait about an hour to see Ruffalo. Yeah, we really really get made to wait. But when we see him, 
he delivers and he's great. Yeah, Mark I was Ruffalo, generally surprised. In this movie, Mark Ruffalo is playing Bruce Banner, um, Discovery yes, Time of course. Travel, which is great. I mean, this is a very MCU heavy movie, <laughs> isn't it? We've got Deadpool, Gamora, Hulk, Elektra. I mean, it's all it's all there. In this, But again, like he's in this one movie. It's Bruce Banner inventing time travel. Where did we see I mean, that? We've seen that movie. <laughs> we've seen that. <laughs> we've absolutely <laughs> seen that movie. But I didn't expect older Adam. I think I'll say older Adam instead of Reynolds. When we see older Adam punch his dad, that that took me by, by that surprise. Did get, that did get kind of goofy, like the back and forth of the hitting. There's some good gags around them wearing the same jacket. So it, it's a lot smaller. Yeah. Oh, it was very Reynolds. upsetting when those when the the buttons and stuff are being pulled from that jacket because just for sentimental reasons. Oh, that's all good time reset. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, it's, I guess, yeah, all the stuff with, like, I was thinking, I was like, okay, this is going to be very much a, a son and his mum kind of movie. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm preparing myself mentally for that. But then all the stuff with, with the son, or the sons and, the son and the dad sort of relationship. And then when you get to the end and they're, you know, they're just throwing the the baseball playing catch like to each other and then they disappear. Like, oh, I swear, like my heart broke a little bit. I was just like, damn, like the feel. That's like I was saying earlier. It's one of those things where young Adam, that's a recent memory for him. And for older Adam, he'd forgot about that. For him, his dad was just preoccupied with work he was always at work you know discovering time travel but he was always at work whereas young adam's like no you're not remembering that right he would always make time for us no matter how tired he was how long of a work day he did he always made time for us to play catch ah oh, there's so many good feels from this movie i've got to be honest though jennifer garner and you know she's got a thankless job here like she's pretty much just sad all the time and <laughs> rightly so but that's she's the sad mom like she's you it's know, she's still grieving. fresh it's still fresh <laughs> it, it is but honestly like and she's just there and i do like jennifer garner i do but towards the end of the movie you know when adam's young adam is about to leave and she's sat there at the table and then he comes back and he it does he pretends to fight and she responds and it's like, oh, you know, it's like the character just comes alive. She was great in that moment. Well, like, I get it. I know yeah, you're saying like she became a mum. Like she, she stopped acting grieving. She was just a mum. Yeah, like and she real. was like play fighting. But you're right. Like the grieving is very fresh for her. But I just felt like that's the speed that we're getting from Ghana. But that's what was expected of her in this role. Mm. But just that one bit towards the end is like, oh, okay, she's getting to do something different here i think that's why i felt more for the stuff with with the dad it was like that's where things were just being driven home it was like oh this is this is full on you know like i don't know um but i think at the, at the same time you know like we've even got like zoe's a sadana as as like adam's wife and the moment where it's like she is she basically tells them to to go, go do what they need to do. Like, I'll hold them off. I'll, and then, you know, like she, you don't see it, but it's implied that she gets gunned down. It's like, it's kind of sad. It's, I mean, I want to say kind of sad. It's pretty sad. 
No, I say it's kind of sad because we already know at that point the type of movie that this is and it's time travel. And there's going to be a really neat and tidy reset, which is what we get with this movie. And it's okay because it's the type of movie that it is. But I mean, on the logic of this movie, like it was presented as like with what they were going to do, they were pretty much going to make sure that the time travel stuff never happened at all that it was pretty much going to reset everything, those two characters may not ever be able to meet again. So I don't well, know. They, was- they would. It's a sliding doors moment. And we've seen it so many times in time travel movies where those moments just get reset. And not it's not a negative about this movie, but it's just, it's a very safe movie. And you've said, you know, we've seen a lot of these elements before in different films. So I just, I don't know, I got a lot of comfort with this movie, but mm. there weren't many twists and turns. And and it was just, it was a fun movie. I mean, we've not even talked about the fact that there's a villain in this film. Do you know why? Doesn't really matter. <laughs> we've got, you know, well, Sorian as the villain. Part of the plot. It, <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it is, but we're mentioning it for the first time now. Because everything else we've talked about, that's what the film is. Yeah. Well, that's what yes. the important stuff is. I suppose. We needed a villain to set things in motion. We needed to have had Adam to steal the ship, to come back in time and for all of that to happen. His ship to get damaged. It lands in the wrong time period. But really, it's about family. Oh man, is this Fast and Furious? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they also went to space, so maybe. I mean, look, it's interesting. Like Catherine uh, Kenner is playing uh, Maya Sorian. Um, she's playing her twice. Like she's playing the the twenty fifty version, and she's playing the twenty eighteen version. I think with the you know you mentioned it before the 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 Marvel de aging technology stuff which i'm surprised they i'm surprised they went with i feel like they could have just been like you know what's cheaper hiring someone else <laughs> but they, they I, I was it. i was that, watching with my wife and she's like that looks weird it <laughs> did like, look it did look off but it wasn't overly distracting it worked enough for me that i was like it's fine what would have I been mean, easier one, one has wrinkles one doesn't like, that i feel like it would have been easier to hire a not to take credit from, because I think Catherine Kenner was doing a fine job and she really sold it as like the, not necessarily evil, but like, okay, now nah, you've turned, you've gone down a dark path kind of character um, and a businesswoman kind of very corporate vibe. Um, but it would have been easier to hire a younger actor and then aged her up. I feel like, because then you could just use prosthetics. So it would have been cheaper. Just saying. Yeah, well, but, I, but I think it looks okay, though. I, I no, think it looks, it looks fine. Okay. It, 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 it does. It's possible. It's It wasn't super distracting. It wasn't like, you know, Robert Downey Jr.'s face in Civil War that one time. That was, <laughs> oh, that was scary. Yeah, or, yeah. Or like Princess Leia and the... the, uh, the oh, mate, honestly, oh, yeah, I Rogue watched... One. Yeah, I watched Rogue One again recently. That does not hold up. That looks... Terrifying is probably the right word to use. Yeah. In this, <laughs> Catherine Kennett, not terrifying. Um, the kid no. still pretty terrifying because of what's happening. But <laughs> no, she looked it looked fine 
enough. Overall, you know, the effects look really good in this film. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Overall. opening scene with like the wormhole and then all the like the fighting with the lightsaber batten things. <laughs> like every I mean, time they killed someone and even you know, like, they vanished. Even young, young Adam's like, yeah, no, it's a lightsaber. It's a lightsaber. It's, absolutely it's a glowing <laughs> stick. It's a yeah, lightsaber. It is, it is. It's worth it's worth noting because you know, we on occasion can bag on Netflix for some of their movies. And every now and then we get a film like this, whereas it is a big movie. You know, we in fact another one starring Ryan Reynolds, Red Notice. We not too long ago reviewed that. Zack Snyder has his Army of the Dead movies. But this film, it's not just a Netflix film. It's Netflix and Skydance. So, you know, obviously a big American um, production company. See, so you know, okay, so, and they do a lot of work with Paramount as well. So, okay, so we're going to get something more from this. This is not just going to be your typical mm. Netflix movie. So it's... It, it's it's a big movie. Like honestly, this past weekend, so on the same day, we got Turning Red from Disney Plus and The Adam Project from Netflix. This was a good weekend to watch films at home. Yeah, look, if this is if they can maintain some sort of uh, at least trend of this level of quality, and I guess showing my hand a little bit here, but I've been I've been the number one bagger of Netflix movies. Um, I'll stand by uh, that. As, <laughs> I mean, they're pretty. I mean, yeah, most of them are pretty awful. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. And, but, you know, like you said, there's a few gems. This one well, is I'm thinking, really, yeah. this felt like this could have been on the, like, if you told me, like, hey, this was at cinemas a couple months ago and now it's, now it's on Netflix, I would have believed you. I mean, I wouldn't have actually, but, you know, like, what I'm trying to say is it, it looks and felt. Like it felt like it, it was a bigger thing. And yeah, no, I agree with on that. Netflix. And but if that's the approach, and it was made for Netflix, but you know, it felt like it was something bigger. Then I'm like, it's working because it doesn't just feel like because a lot of it's either like a crappy comedy that doesn't isn't really that funny, or like an action movie that isn't really that entertaining because it's really dull and dry. Whereas this, it was like we got sci-fi action there was some laughs there was the, like the emotional drama to it i was like well, i don't know it felt i don't know it just felt good it felt good like no, i movie. agree with everything you've just said there it just feels like oh, like a big, a big movie. movie a big movie that actually like just was legit it <laughs> like just happened to be a netflix movie yeah so look it if, if, if they keep this up, I'll stop bagging out Netflix originals. <laughs> We've reviewed a few Netflix films recently. The last one we did was Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which was intended to be theatrical, but ended up going to Netflix. And before that, Home Team, which I think is more in line with a lot of the Netflix output. Mm. But anyway, we're, we're talking positively about Netflix at the moment. And yeah, this this movie is definitely a better movie than some of the films that they've put out there. But I think it's the third Ryan Reynolds 
Netflix movie. First one wasn't great. Six Underground. Then he did Red Notice. Better. And now this. There's a definite definite up trajectory, which is which is good. And after this, we talked about it recently on our movie show. Sean Levy and Ryan Reynolds will be back together again for Deadpool 3. Sean so Levy obviously got Ryan Reynolds trilogy. <laughs> there we go. They've obviously got a good working relationship from Free Guy to this to Deadpool 3. But this film, if you're going to rate it out of five. Um, I don't, I'm not going to get silly about it. Um, but look, I had a, had, a, had a pretty good time. I think that's the best way to sort of encapsulate it. I mean, I'm all for the the time travel rules that are on there, which is a big key point of me liking a time travel movie. It has to make sense. Um, although I feel like the, I guess the the very nice package ending with a big ribbon on the on the end of it, on the top of it, you know, like they still managed to have, I don't know, either by chance everything still happened, or like little part of their memories were still intact. I don't know. I didn't really like that. I felt like that sort of took away from, I guess, the overall sacrifice and the big major feeling of what they had achieved. It was like, oh, everything just really worked out. Yeah, happy ending. I don't know. It took away a little bit from it. But overall, had a had a blast with this. It was pretty damn good. Um, I want to, I feel like this is being silly, but I want to say four out of five. Is that is that insane? Maybe. I'm going to stick with it, though. <laughs> I'm going to stick with four out of five. I feel like that's too high, but I'm so, I've, I've said it. So, With the ending, I think it's more that they recognise each other, but they don't know why. They're familiar to each other. Yeah, they're connected. Is... I get it. I get it. But it, like, yeah. Whereas all the emotions thus far yeah. have been very, very real and true. I felt like that bit at the end was sappy. I know, but... I know, but it's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, like there's a there's you prepared a lot of, yourself for it. I was like, yeah, oh, they can do better than that. They can do better. at times paint by numbers. So when his wife was making that big sacrifice, I expected to see. It. Anyway, it's it's still a fun time. It is a fun movie. I'm not going to come in as high as you. I'm going to come in at a three point five. But I watched this. On a Friday night. I couldn't wait for Saturday. It was made available on the Friday. That's when we watched it. And I enjoyed it. It's 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 a fun movie. I'm not gonna you know rush back and watch it a second time anytime soon, but in the moment I enjoyed it for what it was. And you know, it's Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds. It's you know the the young guy. I'm gonna get his name just to give him the full credit. It is young Walker Scobell being Ryan Reynolds, and they both do Ryan Reynolds very well. This is a fun movie. It's a film that you can just turn on, watch, and enjoy. It doesn't need to do anything more than that. Yeah, look, I think three point five is probably the more realistic number. Look, I only just watched the movie today, the day of recording. So maybe I'm, I'm still on that high of uh, just, I was going to say coming out of it, but yeah, just obviously finishing up with it. Um, but I think 3.5 is probably more leveled, but I've said four, so I'll stick to it because no take backs. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes, correct, but it's a good film. <laughs> it, it is, it is a good film. And it, Again, like, you know, if Netflix can put out films like this, 
I mean, yeah, I'm going to be watching and recommending a lot more of them. It might just be my bar is so low for Netflix films that I'm like, this is so good. No, it's, this, it's up there. This, <laughs> this is, um, no, this does stand out from a lot of their, a lot of their, their bigger films, should I say. Yeah. No, it really does. Out of the originals, like this is, this is a definite highlight. It's like good for them, like, good for what? Ryan Reynolds, good for Sean Levy. It's all happening. We mentioned mentioned Red Notice already. I mean, that's been confirmed as getting a second and third film. And that was fun. I did enjoy Red Notice. But whether it's that 80s ambling feel from Adam Project, it just, this movie just, I don't know. It's got more going for it. I don't think it's the best title, but in context, in the film, it makes sense that his dad would name the project after his son. But I think if this was a theatrical movie, the Adam Project, not the best title. Yeah, I mean, I can't think of a better one. So, well, neither could I. So, titles are hard. Titles are hard. So, I'm not, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna say I've got a better one, but anyway. Suddenly, as always, twelve. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. As always, we like to close out on a bit of trivia. And initially, it was going to be the whole Deadpool connection with uh, with the young actor there. But what I did find was this, which I thought was very telling for the year. This film was previously set up at Paramount Pictures in 2012 with Tom Cruise. Of course it was. Wow. Tom Cruise has been linked to Paramount Pictures. He's done so many films for them over the years. In 2012, he was still doing Mission Impossible around about that time. Around that time, Skydance were doing a lot of films with Paramount as well. So maybe that's why they're still connected when they came to Netflix. Do you know, that that, would have been... I, I feel like that shows how big this movie is or you know like from conception was meant to be big if it, if, well, if Cruise, Cruise was was attached or interested but it just it just wouldn't have been this I just think we talk about you know Ryan Reynolds doing the Ryan Reynolds thing we talk about it a lot but it's not a, it's not a dig like he's really entertaining he's good at what he does but he also has a childlike quality to a lot of the performances, a lot of the comedic performances. So it lends itself to having a young actor playing the same character. I don't know with Tom Cruise in that part, like just casting a young Tom Cruise, it's not going to be what they've got with this film. Yeah. I feel like a kid version of Tom Cruise, which is like, I would be with the bullies. Like I'd probably want to punch him too. I reckon. No, like, in all seriousness, <laughs> like, in this, like, it, this works, I think, and all the stuff that we talk about, all the praise that we gave for, like, the the heart of this movie and all, all of that, it does all link to Ryan Reynolds and I guess what he what he's good at bringing us because there is that charm and there is that magic to it and that you get sucked into it. You can't help but be like, you know, root for him and just enjoy watching him and his personality and his characteristics. And then we get a mini version of it, which is, you know, yeah. bonus. 
Yeah, so so that's it, and, and it's why Free Guy works as well as it does. Like Ryan Reynolds, like it, it gives so much to that film. So yeah, I thought it was interesting to note that back in the day we could have had this movie with Tom Cruise, which would have been a very different film. And back in 2012, that would have been theatrical. So there you go. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's it for our review of The Adam Project. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film's Due Podcast. And we also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review, and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. If you missed it, we recently reviewed The Batman and Turning Red. And keep an eye out for our next review. I don't I know what it is. see in the show notes, it's blank. And I'm going to reveal it to you now because I looked over the next coming weeks, what do we have? And there's only one thing that stuck out. So I'm going to say it here. And I'm editing this episode, so it's going to stay in. And keep an eye out for our next review. Cheaper by the dozen. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> You've been listening to Luke and Jason, the guys from that film stew. See you soon. <laughs>